Welcome to Ryan Rants and Raves, a podcast series by the Quebec government office in New York. Bienvenue à Ryan Rants and Raves, une série de podcasts par le gouvernement du Québec à New York. Today, I am pleased to be with one of my favorite brands, uh, Pajar. I'm with uh, two people who are with Pajar and Lida. I'm with Jeanne Labrèche. Jeanne, merci d'être venu. And then I'm also with Greg Nikogosian. Um, Greg, thank you again also for coming. Um, thank you both again. Pleasure, Ryan. Happy to be here. Yes, the pleasure is mine. <laughs> I guess just to get going, um, just because I think we're all generations here, you know, within this podcast episode today. So can you both share how you both entered the industry? Um, for me, I entered the industry four months ago and I was given an opportunity by, uh, by Greg and uh, I'm very thankful about it, but uh, I'm still very new. <laughs> well, welcome. Bienvenue. Merci. <laughs> I am very old. It's the other end of the spectrum. I have been in this industry for over 40 years. It has been uh, basically in my in my genes, if I could say that. My father was a shoemaker. My grandfather was a shoemaker. So I kind of kind of was born in a shoebox, as the industry jargon goes. And um, so you know, grew up in a factory. Uh, my dad's factory. And from there on, I pursued my studies, mind you, in science. And um, uh, my father passed away at an early age and it kind of uh, pushed me into uh, the business, taking over the family business, taking care of my brothers, my my mom. And, uh, and here I am, 42 years later, um, uh, working and running a very important Canadian brand, a Quebec brand, Pajar. So it is. Um, it's been a great journey for me, and it's um, it's 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 the passion really that drives me every day. Well, it's a good testimony to your father too. That stayed. Absolutely. That stayed, stayed in the in the blood. Absolutely. So every day I think of my dad and what he would have done in a situation or solving a problem or an issue. So it's these are great things that you carry with you, and uh, you know as you grow older, these become even more important, more valuable. Uh, you know, and uh, and love to share that with the younger generation, you know, having someone like Jeanne come on board and um, kind of uh, follow in some of the footsteps that I would lay for her and mentor her and, of course, others as well of that generation. This industry needs that generation. You know, it's not it's not something that happens on its own. It's it's not an easy industry. This It's got its ups and downs. It's um, pressure driven. Uh, the stress is not always easy to manage, uh, but, you know, getting talent like Jeanne um, into this industry and see it grow and, and flourish and, of course, guide them. Uh, I think that becomes, with my age, another important passion. So what's well, rewarding and it's, and it's hard to find like good talent like Jeanne. And, and Jeanne, why did what made you interested in the fashion industry itself? And what were your reasons for exploring this industry? Um, well, I was always interested by the fashion world and I pursued my studies in the fashion marketing at Collège Marie-Victorin in Montreal. And one thing led to another. I met Greg and uh, here I am. <laughs> and yeah. what were some things that were important for you? You know, like, you know, because there's several companies to work for. You know, was the fact that you have a mentor? I think that's rare in some companies actually find a mentor. Or, or were there other things in terms of the values? Um, of course, that, uh, yeah, so it was uh, definitely an important factor, but I believe that I was also seeking for um, 
an open environment when I could build and learn for my career. And having Greg for sure is, uh, I'm very thankful for him. <laughs> and well, having a, a boss you could trust, I think that is, that you can't find that, you know, very easily. So that's uh, kudos to, to you both. I mean, I know from my own experience, when I like someone, I want them to succeed. So I put in more of the energy and more uh, work exactly. extra, extra yeah. hours. When I have friends who don't like their boss, they'll, oh, the oh, they'll stop right away. Like, is yeah. why. <laughs> Of course, of course. Yeah, I, I think it's it's that, that magic when it happens. You know, you trust a person. There's a, a lot of learnings happening, uh, and and the environment is rewarding. It's what you like, fashion. I mean, it's it's like mm -hmm. fertile soil. It just things flourish from there. And uh, and I've seen Jeanne in her four or five months here. You know, progress and uh, take on uh, the tasks and start showing leadership um, skills. Uh, I think I, I could tell you know, the difference uh, from others who don't have that. But not to forget also that uh, it's all about teamwork and we uh, here at Pajar have an amazing team and I have amazing coworkers that makes everything possible yeah. here. Of course, <laughs> so important. Well, this leads me to my next question because we spoke, we've mentioned Pajar many, many times. So what, what is Pajar um, for, for those who may not know? Um, it, is a, it is a global brand, so I would love for you both to share. Yeah, Pajar is a global brand, definitely. Canadian, Quebec roots, of course, and today in over third, almost 30 countries globally. Pajar is a family business, so it is um, uh, in, in working and, and structure, it's still family-oriented, family values, which are so important. And that is also my background, of course. And um, uh, so Pajar is is. Quebec Canadian lifestyle today, uh, not just uh, uh, winter boots or, or elements for the elements for extreme weather, but a year round product. Um, you know, in, in Quebec, as I was growing up in Montreal, you know, you would you would hear people say, oh, I'm going to put my Pajars on in the winter when the winter starts, you know, not my boots, my winter boots, but my Pajars. It was it's the standard. So but today we've taken on a look uh, that's very lifestyle driven. Of course, it's influenced by the lifestyle of, uh, of Canada, uh, of Quebec, winter uh, driven. And that brought in, of course, all the technical aspects of the, yeah. of the waterproof, warm, lightweight, uh, uh, technical, uh, non-slip. Uh, and we've translated that into now spring, uh, like the spring, our spring sneakers are lightweight. They're colorful, they're fun, um, and uh, that's that's Pajar. It's really family family values, a family business that has global feel and look um, and presence, um, but definitely a lifestyle. And it's heritage too, because it's been how many years now? You guys are celebrating anniversary. Year. So this uh, this next year in um, uh, it was founded in 1963. So in 2023, we're celebrating 60 years of the business. Um, uh, three generations of the of the family, so grandfather, father, and now the uh, the, the children um, are are the third generation taking on and continuing with the business, and I have the pleasure of working with that generation and also mentoring them in many ways. So um, uh, it's it's great. It's a great feeling. The heritage is 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 the other key keyword here for sure. Ryan, you got it. And those two factors together, that's rare to find heritage that's still family owned because most others, that's not that's not the case. I don't no. see many others that have that 
no, in, in their DNA. But now I do want to chat shop with you both. Um, just to ch what have you guys seen change recently in the industry? Because a lot's happened since COVID. Uh, oh my God, Jesus! So much happened. Uh, COVID, I think, is a game changer. You know, in on on many levels, good and bad. Uh, of course, you know the 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 turn, that sharp turn to uh, athleisure, which means it's athletic feel but very leisure uh, oriented. Um, I think that is such such an important role it plays in fashion today. The product uh, today is less structured. It's less formal. Uh, you know, people working from home, uh, not going to the office. I think that has played an important role. Also, um, due to the constraints that uh, the pandemic has put on, on industry in general, you know, whether it's PPE or supply chain, uh, a lot of disruptions have happened. Uh, so today the supply chain is sort of broken uh, because uh, the, the, the containers are hard to get. There's not, yeah. enough, um, there's not enough capacity. Factories are struggling to produce. Cost of uh, raw materials has just gone through the roof, skyrocketed. And um, of course now energy costs, this is what we hear, you know, uh, cost of uh, the price of oil going up and that directly influences um, the transport, uh, transportation related costs. Uh, today, you know, we pay, believe it or not, the cost of a container load from China to North America was around four to 5,000 US dollars. Today, it's over 25,000 in two years. So just imagine the cost of that uh, add-on to the, to the basic cost of, of anything that you bring from the Orient. Um, Europe was because we as a brand, we produce quite a bit in, in Europe, in, in Portugal, in Italy. Uh, but now there's disruption there happening because of the uh, of the war in, in Ukraine. So really, we're facing a lot of challenges this this year. So that's for me what has changed in the industry uh, in many ways. But the, the positive for you guys is you can you guys can also produce in Canada, too, you, which you know, it makes, you know, very spread across, not just in one basket, like someone who might only produce in Vietnam and then is yeah, that's it. Can't get their product over. <laughs> exactly, and and you hear that all day long. You know, I deal I deal with a lot of the majors, uh, key um, uh, buyers, um, uh, merchants, uh, you know, head merchants in different companies, and their biggest biggest worry is, are they going to get their product from from the Orient? We are blessed to have our production balanced between Canada, the Orient, uh, China in particular, and, and, and Europe. So uh, that has helped us in many, many ways. But again, some of the materials, raw materials, uh, leathers and outsoles and rubber still come from other places. But um, of course, producing here locally is such a blessing. We can yeah. do want in our factory. It's just great. Well, the, the other thing I, I want to ask you both is about licensing. Can, can yeah. you both yeah, of share about that? Because I think that's another asset that Pajar has. Absolutely. For, for my for my part, I I have the chance to work with uh, international distributors um, all across the world. But uh, I'll let Greg explain uh, more about more yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. So basically, at Pajar, we license and we are also a licensee. So we are licensors and licensee. We uh, um, have licensed our outerwear, our uh, socks, our base layer, our loungewear, our handbags, 
to different specialists around um, around the country, and they basically produce uh, these different categories um, uh, following our overall design uh, direction, brand DNA. So that is one area of growth that has just been very, very strong and steady. And on the other flip side to that, we are also uh, our licensees. We take uh, licenses from other brands. We have recently signed the license for Prince, which is the heritage tennis brand from the 80s that we signed this license uh, about eight, nine months ago uh, to produce, basically to develop and produce and distribute the footwear that did not exist for this brand. This brand made tennis rackets, um, you know, tennis apparel, um, tennis balls and, and and all of that. So now- And the shoes, they, exist, they existed in the past. Yeah, so the, in the 80s, there were some shoes. Mm -hmm. So we took that as inspiration and we just redesigned the entire um, uh, feel and look of this uh, wonderful heritage brand. And we just launched the, the Prince um, footwear off court uh, for spring, so they will be in stores very soon. And uh, we are actually finalizing the technical shoes, which are the tennis shoes which, with which you play tennis. And they're a bit more complex. Uh, they're in their last stages of, of testing. And those will be delivered in um, fourth quarter, basically November, December. So we're really very exciting times in, in that sense. So um, licensing does does work in many ways, and it is um, uh, saves the brand and brings uh, a lot of values to a brand that normally, if you just do it alone, you will not be able to attain. Uh, so well, even for Prince, they to have the capacity to make their own footwear themselves, to source it, to find the partner that would take, and even the distribution to how to distribute to find the right buyer. That's, that's a whole entire process to know who. All so, you know, Jane, in part of her mentoring is also to to work with international uh, deal with people in Europe, in in uh, in Japan, in, in the UK, Middle East and, you know, different mentality, different values. Um, but in the end, a commonality of, uh, you know, good product, heritage uh, values of a brand, because uh, how can you license a product if it doesn't have values? It yeah. just doesn't anything you know it's not just that you put a name on a product and it becomes something it's not the case so it needs to transmit and and emulate the brand values and how is that possible let's say take the Pajar brand values and put it on a handbag or uh, or a pair of socks uh, or uh, uh, underwear so all of these of course take take time and and um, and effort uh, to find, uh, nurture, and and build. And for Pajar, this has been very successful. And that's how we can tell, or we can say that we are a lifestyle brand, yeah. not just footwear, not just outerwear. So it's a global, uh, the Italians have a good word for this. They say tot total look in their uh, nice pronunciation, total look. Total look, oh. <laughs> total look, meaning, you know, from top to bottom, from the, yeah. from, uh, from the hat, the cap to the socks, to the boots, you know, so uh, nice, nice twist. So that's how licensing is is an important factor. And very few brands can, can license and become successful at it. No, it's, it's very few. You, ha you have to have established DNA and established community yeah. to be able to yeah. license. Because that's a whole lifestyle. If you don't have that, then you know that it's it not going to be successful in the long term.
Africa. Well, to continue now, Jana, I'll, I'll commence with you. Are you excited or frustrated by anything right now? You don't have to do both. If you only stay positive, we can stay positive. But if you want to do both, uh, we can. I would say I'm positive about many things, especially that uh, spring is here. So we'll be able to play tennis outside again yeah. pretty soon. But that's about it. <laughs> Well, good. Well, good. It's good to have a positive attitude. And yes. um, Greg, do you have anything that you're excited or, or watch? Very excited. Or? Yeah, very excited about, uh, you know, restarting to play outdoor tennis versus indoor tennis in the winter. And uh, my rants are is that I have a knee problem and I'm trying to solve this uh, nagging uh, uh, meniscus tear. And hopefully very soon, a few more weeks, I'll be uh, operated and then off I'll go. And I'll go to go. All good to, to go. Yes. Footwear, hopefully, you know, yes. when it's yeah. <laughs> more the technical one. Indeed, indeed, yeah. Um, and to speak about, you know, since we mentioned several times that you guys are a lifestyle brand, so what are some of your guys' favorite products for, you know, the current spring summer of Pajar? There's too many choices to pick. Ryan, don't do that to me. Well, <laughs> well, if you had one to choose to give to someone, what would it be? I would say the entire Prince collection, honestly. <laughs> okay, well, you like tennis, so, so that, that that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I second that. The Prince sneakers are amazing. So are the Pajar sneakers for, for spring are beautiful, wonderful. And they have this light uh, light feeling about them. Great for walking, traveling. Yeah. And and the, the product can be now found at your Soho store in New York, correct? Yes, or absolutely. From New York. In New York, online, of course, at pajar.com and um, and some key uh, key uh, retailers. Key retailers, perfect. Yeah. And and you know now to talk about our good old province of Quebec. Um, do you guys have anything to say about Quebec? Maybe how it's helped you guys, or um, what you enjoy about Quebec? Um, it definitely helped the Pajar brand because uh, we, as Greg mentioned earlier, it uh, we really inspired ourselves with the winter lifestyle. Yeah. Provide good quality products. So. Yeah. I think also the European culture uh, of uh, of Quebec, uh, Montreal in particular, uh, in a sea of American influenced culture, makes a difference. It it gives us that little add-on little distinction that other brands are unable to probably achieve because we're in this culture that influences us, us daily in terms of design and feel so it's a great mix between europe and 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 america that, well, that is a good good thing well i would say also just in terms of you know the fact that french is so powerful there that also helps us like, as a global brand because then you could communicate Yes. You know, more easier than, you know, with the French community uh, or with anyone who speaks French around the world, as opposed to someone who only speaks English. Absolutely. A big difference. I think that is a huge, huge add add on and uh, and uh, uh, an impact to our global reach for sure. Uh, and to end, um, you guys have any advice for those entering the industry? Jean, what would your advice be to your students, not your students, but those, you know, who are a year or two below you who are just starting to think about entering the workforce and joining the brand? That's going to sound very um, cliche, but uh, 
you you really have to follow your dreams. I think I think the advice also would be patience that you need yeah. to be patient. Stay the course. Don't give up. Don't let the little things uh, hamper you. Always, which I one of my uh, everyday um, words or sentences to Jean and other uh, staff members is always look at the big picture. Make sure that you're looking at the big picture. The little things will will drag you down. They, they sh- you should pay attention, but of course not let them lead you. So that's my big advice is always look at the big picture. All right. I, I don't have anything else for you both unless you have any other last comments that you, you one of you would like to add or if not, merci encore d'être venu. Thank you so much, Ryan. Thank Very you enjoyable. so much, Ryan. Very enjoyable indeed. Merci d'avoir écouté Ryan's Rants and Raves. Suivez-nous sur Instagram at Ryan's Rants and Raves. Thank you for listening to Ryan's Rants and Raves. Follow us on Instagram at Ryan's Rants and Raves. À très bientôt.